Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. surface but underneath you're rotten you're like a whitewashed wall no substance it's just paint now the second point that I want to make here is that God deliberately used Paul's weakness it is true you can't judge a book by its cover but does that mean that the cover isn't important No. In today's message, Pastor Robert discusses being transparent with how we look and how we truly feel. He also goes into how God will use our weaknesses to make us stronger. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts chapter 23, as he continues his message, Dealing with Discouragement. You see, apparently the Apostle Paul by this time was about half blind. He kind of refers to an eye disease when, when he wrote to the Galatian the churches in, in, the, in the region of Galatia, if he'd been able to see that the high priest's uniform, so to speak, was very elaborate and distinct, 12 precious stones, one for each of the 12 tribes that you know, God had laid it out to Moses. It's like, you make this ephod for them to wear and over their over their chest this chest plate you know over their chest there should be one precious stone these different stones one for each of the 12 tribes very elaborate very ornate i mean the guy you know he stood out in a crowd galatians chapter 4 paul said you know that because of physical infirmity i preached the gospel to you at the first And my trial, which was in my flesh, you did not despise or reject. But you received me as an angel of God, even as Christ Jesus. What then was the blessing you enjoyed? For I bear witness that if possible, you would have plucked out your own eyes and given them to me. He couldn't see the guy clearly enough to recognize who it was. That's significant because of the rebuke. You see... I don't believe that he would have spoken. And actually, he kind of implies it, right? I didn't, I didn't know that's who he was because the law says don't speak evil. 
over ruler of your people. So Paul would not have rebuked him. But he does rebuke him. I mean, the, the, the insult that he used, did you catch that? You whitewashed wall. What does that even mean? You know, uh, a while back, we were going to try to replace the, some of the windows. There's a lot of windows in this building. And they're all very old. So I thought, you know, it might be a good idea to replace some of these windows. None of them are, are insulated windows, so we lose a lot of, you know, a lot of the, the cool air. We get a lot of heat through the windows. And, it's, you know, back in the office and the, the kitchen side, it's on the canal. And, and so we had a window company come out and take a look just to see what, on that back wall, what, what would it cost us to replace the windows. And afterward, the, the guy, he said, well, it's more than just replacing the windows because, you know, that back wall is a little over 80 years old. And there's some termite damage. And he said, so your windows are actually being held in place by the stucco and the paint. There's not much structure around the windows. The wood is all rotten, termite eaten. That's what Paul was saying to the high priest. You look nice on the surface, but underneath you're rotten. You're like a whitewashed wall. No substance. It's just paint. Now, the second point that I want to make here is that God deliberately used Paul's weakness. It's amazing how often he'll do that. He had allowed Paul to be sick. He allowed Paul's blindness. It wasn't complete blindness, apparently, but he allowed it. He could have healed Paul, just like he used Paul to heal other people. But he chose not to. And instead, he used the very fact of his blindness to confront the hypocrisy and the evil of the high priest. The high priest had no business ordering Paul to be struck. Paul said, my conscience is clean. Now, who are you to judge another person's conscience? Anybody can say, I have a clean conscience, right? I mean, a psychopath can say that because they don't have a conscience. They pretty much do anything and not be bothered by it. There's no way to know whether or not their conscience should be clean. There's no way to know. They're, they're not saying, I've never done anything wrong. They're just saying, my conscience is clean. Not only that, even if he had made a more substantial claim under the Mosaic law, you had to have two or three witnesses to the contrary. You couldn't just slap somebody like that. And everybody around, all the council members, knew Paul was right. Paul was right. The rebuke was valid. Inappropriate because of the setting, but it was valid. I'm amazed at how often God will orchestrate circumstances to make a point, and maybe not even to the high priest. It may not have been. It probably wasn't, in my opinion, the high priest that God was trying to reach in that moment but some of the others. 
Maybe it was that Roman commander who was, as we'll see in a moment, standing there watching, or one of the soldiers, one of the other council members. Who knows what fruit was born as a result of Paul's bluntness in that moment. But going back to it, Acts chapter 23, verse 6, but when Paul perceived that one part were Sadducees and the other Pharisees, he cried out in the council, men and brethren, I am a Pharisee, the son of a Pharisee. Concerning the hope and resurrection of the dead, I am being judged. And when he had said this, a dissension arose between the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and the assembly was divided. For Sadducees say that there is no resurrection and no angel or spirit, but the Pharisees confess both. Then there arose a loud outcry, and the scribes, the lawyers, the attorneys of the Pharisees' party arose and protested, saying, we find no evil in this man. But if a spirit or an angel has spoken to him, let us not fight against God. Now, when there arose a great dissension, the commander, fearing lest Paul might be pulled to pieces by them, commanded the soldiers to go down and take him by force from among them and bring him into the barracks. Now, last week we noted that in Mark chapter 13, Jesus had promised that in situations like this one, the Holy Spirit would speak through the accused person, through the person who was on trial. So I think it... it, it's probably a good idea to remind ourselves that the Holy Spirit was at work here. And he's probably getting through to some of these men. I mean, it's, it's interesting. It seems like, we can't prove it, we can't be absolutely certain, but it seems like some of the Pharisees were being drawn by the Spirit of God and were open to the gospel. They began to advocate. You know, we don't, listen, we don't see anything wrong here. We don't find any evil in this man. If, if a spirit, if an angel has spoken to him, Let's not fight against God. But the majority of the council members were still against Paul, and the situation immediately became inflamed to such an extent that the commander decided, pull him out. He needs to be rescued again. This, cra- you know, this crazy Roman citizen is going to get himself killed if we don't, if we don't pull him out. We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Acts. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. 
We need your support to continue to share God's Word over the airwaves. Please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David. And thank you for joining us today. Tune in next time for another look at the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio.